Welcome to another episode of Office Hours with the Nutrition Professor. I am back home in California. The Peapod Plant-Based Prevention of Disease Conference was excellent. And I'm working on a series of podcasts to share some of my insights, so please look forward to those. But today I wanted to talk about a situation that came up yesterday that has actually been on my mind ever since. I want to talk about the importance of giving ourselves grace without making excuses and taking complete responsibility for our decisions. This is not about feeling bad or guilty, quite the opposite. It's about taking back our power to learn from the consequences, moving forward and creating actionable wisdom. We've talked about wisdom before. I've been there. This is what I did. This is how it turned out, and this is what I'm going to do next time. Actionable wisdom doesn't get stuck in a book or even in your head. It enables you to create something called implementation intentions, which are if-then scenarios that will truly serve you. Sometimes interactions that could easily occur during my office hours happen on the fly, outside of my office. Yesterday, I was walking on campus from our parking structure, headed to my office, thinking to myself, oh, I should have gotten here earlier. I have so much grading to do. And then I heard a voice, professor, professor. And I looked up to see a student who had taken my class a year ago, now 20 feet away. I could tell, though, that she was not her happy self. She explained that she had just missed her psychology final. She had it in one of her calendars as Thursday at 1230 when it actually had been on Tuesday. She was so distraught. She told me that she immediately emailed the professor to acknowledge her mistake and explain the situation and ask if there were any options to salvage her grade. Then she jumped on the shame merry-go-round, replaying the mistake over and over. By all accounts, she had taken responsibility for her mistake, but because she was hinging her fate on his response, she told me, oh, I just hope so much that he'll let me take the final. I just don't know what I'm going to do. She actually hadn't fully owned it. I suggested that if she was able to accept his response before it came, she could move on. She may not know why this happened, But if she spent energy fighting what was, it would likely make things worse. I walked her through the options. Worst case scenario, if she fails the class and she was teetering at a low C before the final, would she retake it? She said, yes, she would retake it. Then I suggested that she revel in the fact that she would be in that class at that time for a reason, probably many perhaps to meet the love of her life or to share life-changing information with a classmate. It's much easier to look back and try to figure out why things happened the way they did, but it takes deliberate action to accept current circumstances for what they are, keep moving, and trust the journey. The other critical piece for my student was to figure out how she could take this current situation and gain actionable wisdom, turning it into an if-then scenario for the future. 
She explained that this semester she hadn't transferred all of her important dates from class syllabi into her personal electronic calendar in her phone. She had some things listed in a paper planner, others on her phone, and some were in neither spot. There was no consistency. She had already registered for her summer classes, so she decided to create the if-then that sounded like this. If the syllabi includes any kind of deadline or due date for my new classes, then I will put them into my phone the first day before I go to bed. Shortly after she arrived home, she emailed to thank me for the support and to let me know that she received a response from her professor and that she would in fact fail the class. However, she had a different perspective now. She was learning how to trust the journey. You can completely change an experience when you know you are there for a reason or many reasons, and your charge is to discover as many of them as possible. Your mind can be relaxed, yet attentive, since you have no idea in what form these reasons will appear. You can be truly excited for the experienced, engaged, and actually enjoy it. You can imagine with a negative mindset how would taking this class over again change her experience. Isn't it interesting that our lives can be like those adventure books with different decisions along the way leading to different paths and endings? Many of us spend way too much time and energy fighting with our present selves about past circumstances or decisions, being stuck in a state of disappointment and despair that colors all of our circumstances and experiences. If left in the shadows of shame or embarrassment, little mistakes that we make can turn into habits that haunt us. These habits might not seem very meaningful, especially when we can't see the results right away. We're all wired for instant gratification and we grow restless when we don't get an immediate response. In fact, it's easy to give up on little actions that end up providing crucial quality of life improvements that we are truly craving, those without negative side effects. We can't forget that real life is lived one step, one decision, one action at a time. In the words of James Clear, the author of a great book called Atomic Habits, every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. What's amazing is that we all get to choose what type of person we get to become with every action that we take. On a personal level, I would definitely consider myself a natural ruminator. Unless I break the cycle, I am liable to replace scenarios over and over, beating myself up as a way to take responsibility. However, when I completely accept the consequences of my decisions, especially when I am not thrilled about the current situation, then I can transform them into learning opportunities and elevate it from a mistake to fuel for my wisdom generator. Picture a big machine where you put all the mistakes and all the can I have a do-over scenario in one side and an if-then implementation intention pops out from the other end. We all have access to that technology right now in our own head. 
These don't even have to be big life lessons or colossal mistakes. In fact, let's see how we could do this around food. I know that I can get caught eating late at night and mindlessly snacking when I get home from a mentally or an emotionally taxing day. Sometimes I'm at school grading for 12, 13, 14, even 15 hours. But when I mindlessly snack like that, I regret it and can jump on that merry-go-round asking, why do I do this when I know better? However, if I put my late night snacking into the wisdom generator, what if then scenario might pop out the other end? Well, I'm looking for comfort and a way to relax. So if that's my goal, how else could I experience those feelings? I could walk around the neighborhood alone with my family or even with our dog Taco. Even if I don't feel like it before I go, I always feel better after. I could listen to a few of my favorite songs, spend a few moments writing in my journal, or even soaking my feet in warm water with a drop of essential oil. Wow, I haven't done that in a long time, and I feel relaxed just thinking about it. There, my if-then scenarios can start with, if I get home from a long day and want to head into the kitchen for a snack, then I will do a U-turn and put on my running shoes and head out for a walk grab my journal, or begin filling a plastic tub for a relaxing foot soak. I have written these if-thens down and can keep adding to the list of relaxation-evoking activities. This week, tune in to using the pause from our four Ps in two powerful ways. As soon as you find yourself saying, yikes, I should have, or I shouldn't have, Anytime you feel a little pang of regret, stop and write it down. Put it into the wisdom generator machine in your mind and see what implementation intention you come up with. And if then, that you can use next time. Now, if you want to take it to the next level, quickly read those if-thens as you're getting ready each morning. Maybe keep them on your bathroom wall or on the inside surface of your medicine cabinet door? Revisiting these each day will prime your brain for those situations. With practice, you can even use the pause before you fall into the haunted habit loop. You will be able to take control of the space between stimulus and your response and make deliberate decisions. If that sounds familiar, it might be because you've been one of my students since I have had a very meaningful Viktor Frankl quote put across one of the walls in my classroom. Between stimulus and response, there is space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. I look forward to having you join me for the next episode of Office Hours with the Nutrition Professor. Until then, please send me any questions you have or topics you'd like me to consider for future episodes. You can reach me through my website, thenutritionprofessor.com, or directly via email, thenutritionprofessor at gmail.com. 
I hope you have a fantastic week. And remember, life is better when you love the food that loves you back. Thank you.